When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm so glad to welcome you here to the Clark Howard Show. Our mission is to serve you and empower you to make better financial decisions in your life. I hope you've made the excellent decision to sign up for one of our free daily newsletters at clark.com slash newsletter. Did you hear that word? They're free, but value packed today, energy savings with the heat wave that so much of the United States has been under. Wow, a lot of focus right now and infomercials and advertising on things to save your energy. And have you seen the ad that's floating around claiming that Elon Musk supposedly invented this thing that will cut your electric bill by up to 90%? I'll tell you if that's for real. Also discuss some exciting options coming for power to your home. And later... It's time for back-to-school shopping. You ready? Tell you my son's not. He made that really clear to me this morning. So I just got a text from the power company. Krista, look what our bill was for our condo oh my. for the month. Wow, that's higher than my house. Why is it so high? I don't know. Wow. Maybe because we live in a condo that's... 11-foot-tall, four-to-ceiling glass everywhere. Anyway, the bill, $442.82. Wow. Maybe it's because we have a teenage boy who likes to keep the air conditioning at the temperature of a deep freezer. I put our AC at 69 at night. 69? Yeah, when we're sleeping. That's pretty fuelish of you. I mean... I don't know. We have really great insulation. You probably sleep better because you keep the temperature so low. It helps me to sleep better, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think our son's equivalent is like 44 degrees. I don't believe you. It's probably like... He puts it as low as it will go, whatever that number is. Yes. Well, he's probably sleeping better too. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, you got this combo. The heat wave has made us uncomfortable in so many places. In addition to the heat wave... You've got what that power bill is going to be when you get it. And so that makes us vulnerable, that combination, to all this phony baloney marketing of all these gadgets that are supposed to be miracle gadgets that you just plug in and suddenly your power drops to nothing, your bill drops to nothing. Well, that Elon Musk one that's floating around, no, he did not invent it. No, it will not save you 90% on your electric bill. Darn it. And we have heard this pitch over and over. How many years have we been hearing people pitch some kind of miracle device Mm -hmm. that you plug in and suddenly it's going to, voila, make your power bill vanish right before your eyes? It's all phony baloney. Do not believe it. Do not trust it. And don't waste your money. Now, I will tell you something is happening. 
So right now, about one in 11 vehicles being sold in the United States are electric. And we are on the edge of electric vehicles being able to provide power to your home. You think of your home as providing power to the electric vehicle, but the electric vehicles, it's a technology developed in 2010, just now appearing commercially. The electric vehicles more and more people are bringing home now are going to be able to provide backup power to your home during a power outage. I talked about this last year with the Ford F-150 Lightning. There was a version, a high-end version of the F-150, which, by the way, was just cut in price by a significant amount. Some of the versions of the F-150 just cut $10,000 in price because of Elon Musk's crazy science fiction movie pickup trucky thing, the, the cyber, cyber truck. truck. Anyway. I think it's cool looking. Are you on the order list for Oh, one? no. We do not need okay, a Okay, so see? So Tesla's not offering this yet, but it is coming. You are going to be able to not have to have a generator at your house because of how unreliable electricity has become in some parts of the country. And the cycle we're in with more frequent and violent storms it hopefully is just a cycle. Anyway, you'll be able to use that electric vehicle to provide significant hours of backup power. Depending on how many things you try to keep running in your house during an outage, but it's such an odd thing because you think about the electric vehicle being a drain on your electricity, but the reality is the electric vehicle can actually be your backup at your home. And there was a fun story I just read that has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now, but it was a story I read just the other day about trying long distance trips, driving an electric vehicle. And now it's clear why all these automakers are buying access to the Tesla chargers because they did two non-Tesla long trips and one Tesla. It was so easy traveling anywhere in the country with a Tesla and still so difficult with other vehicles because of unreliable charging. So Tesla still has a big marketplace advantage at this moment. Okay, we'll go to questions. This one's from Matthew in Texas. I have a P.O. box that I rent from the USPS. I live in San Antonio and rarely go to Austin where my employer is. I work remotely. In late May, my employer called me and told me that an important letter they had sent me in February was just returned as undeliverable. Wait, wait, wait. The letter floated around from February till... Well, May. Mid, oh, May. Oh. More than May. two months later, have you ever heard of anybody successfully demanding a refund or discount from the USPS? What's the point of my paying the ever-rising P.O. Box fee if they're not going to deliver my mail to me on time or at all? I think most of the time my mail does get delivered to me on time, but how can I know? Postal Service delivers a massive amount of mail every day. And they're way short-staffed. By the way, if you're looking for a job right now, the Postal Service is looking for you. Anyway, I think they do a remarkably good job for a relatively low cost. And things are going to get messed up. And why your employer would send a letter and not also an email, which is so much more reliable, I don't understand. But I would not feel 
really upset with the Postal Service because one letter went astray. The one letter could have been very important from the employer, but I think it's just an odd circumstance. And I wouldn't be too hard on them about that because they've got a hard job. And again, so many postal workers are working tremendous amounts of overtime right now because of the extreme shortage of workers. When people get fatigued, they're more likely to make mistakes. Susan in California says, my car insurance company is changing its policy for payments. I currently have my credit card charged each month automatically for payments that divide my six-month premium equally with a small fee to pay it out over time rather than once at the beginning of the six months. I pay off my credit card each month, so this is just an easy payment option. Now the company says that if I continue to use my credit card for auto pay, I will have to pay 50% of the six-month premium up front, and the rest of the payment will be spread over the other five months. My only other option is to do automatic withdrawals from my bank account. What should I do? So we're going to see more and more of this. Mm-hmm. T-Mobile, people writing T-Mobile, about that. T-Mobile, people are so it, upset about T-Mobile. Uh, I can understand T-Mobile changing that for people coming forward changing it for existing customers, that's terrible customer no service. Your auto insurer, changing it for an existing customer rather than just making that a policy for new ones is just dumb to alienate your existing customers. Why are they all doing it? Because we pay by far the highest credit card merchant fees in the whole world. Uh, There's a corrupt alliance that leads to these much higher fees I call it the Visa MasterCard cartel. And so more and more American businesses are saying, well, we're either not going to take the credit card or you're going to pay more to use the credit card or we're going to make it difficult to do so. My insurer has gone to a new policy that you have to pay the whole year up front if you want to pay by credit card. Otherwise, you can do monthly payments from a debit very similar to what we're hearing from Susan. At least, Susan, in your case, they only make you pay 50% of it up front, where mine says pay everything up front if you want to use a card. So this is going to become a common and routine thing where we experience this from all different organizations we do business with, trying to reduce the amount that the Visa MasterCard cartel pulls directly from their profits. Marion Georgia says, my husband just enrolled in graduate school. We would need to take a student loan in order to cover the tuition. The balance in our son's 529 account will cover it. Should we transfer it to my husband or take out a student loan? His salary after graduation will double, and by estimation, we should be able to repay our child in two years. Student loan interest is at about 10%. 10's a high number. Man, uh, definitely Mary. Move the beneficiary designation to your husband. Use your child's 529 money to pay for the tuition. Then rebuild the funds in the 529, just as you said. Do not take out a high-interest student loan, period. Coming up next, we're going to talk about back-to-school. Back-to-school season this year has a lot better deals this year than we've experienced in recent years because of supply chain and all that. And I want to tell you how to get the best bargains straight ahead. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, there's something about being a kid. Those 11 weeks between the end of one school year and the beginning of another, for some reason, those 11 weeks feel like 11 days. It feels so short. And as you may have heard me say, when I went to high school, high school was 7th through 12th, I had six good days of high school. And that was the last day of each school year. I was not the greatest student in the world. Regardless, the calendar doesn't lie. And in certain parts of the country, particularly the South and a lot of the Southwest, kids are about to go back to school. And that's why for people who live in parts of the country on the West Coast or a lot of other places in the country where schools don't go back till after Labor Day, it's like, what are you talking about back to school already? But the reality is retailers pretty much do back to school right now. I'm looking at the prices. They are so much better. Oh, man, they're so much better. Retailers generally are in a down cycle for them in sales on a lot of stuff. And so if you've got a kid going off to college and you got to do the dorm kind of buying stuff, the prices are much better on things like a dorm refrigerator, a dorm microwave, For kids of any age, tablets, iPads, laptops, MacBooks, they are pretty much at the best prices they have ever been. If you shop around, you must comparison shop. And there are lots of ways to do that at the websites and apps of the particular individual stores. You can look at sites like ours, Clark Deals, and see what the best deals are right now on different things. And it's so funny because we use a tablet. I think it's a Samsung tablet. Is that right, Chris? It's a mm-hmm. Samsung tablet. And it croaked today. It won't take a charge anymore. And what did I say to you? Great timing. Great timing. <laughs> because it's right during back to school. I mean, that tablet from Samsung knew and was protecting my wallet and it prematurely dying We're going to be able to replace it with an iPad or another tablet. It's such a deal. But with all the flurry of sales, you've got to know what are the real ones and what are the imitators. And the only way you can really do that is to really comparison shop. Same or similar item, look store after store after store at your funnel. What's your funnel? We all have a certain number of stores that we shop at and others we don't even remember they exist anymore. And so among those stores, you look at all the electronic sales flyers that are available. It's so easy now where you can look electronically and see this one's selling this and this one's selling that. And the best thing is you want to do that before you set foot in a store. Even if you are someone who hates lists, have a list for back to school. Very important. Because when you get in the stores, like if you go into a Walmart, 
you go into a Target or somewhere that's a big discount store and they're selling, uh, you know, they have all the back to school merchandise that comes in in those cardboard display things and they pop them out and there will be true doorbuster items that are just such a steal. But there will be others in that sea of merchandise that your kid wants, oh, I want that. I remember I used to go through this war with my kids when something was hot. I don't think it is anymore. Called Trapper Keepers. Oh, I loved a Trapper Keeper when I was younger. Well, Trapper Keepers have a thing of trapping your wallet and keeping it and all the money in it because a lot of them can be very expensive. So with school supplies, if your school puts out a list of what you should have, stick to that. If you want to let your kid, throw your kid a bone, let him or her have one thing that is a really crummy deal, but they'll be really happy to have on that first day of school. And remember my rule for teenagers with clothes. Once a teenager becomes fashion-oriented, buy the most minimal wardrobe before school starts. Because after the back-to-school sales, what happens is, All those merchandise items they brought in for back to school, whatever's not sold goes on clearance. A lot of times the clothes that your kid thinks they're going to want for school change in the first two weeks of school, and they're never worn again because, well, nobody's wearing those things at school this fall. And so the shopping for clothing for once a kid gets passed, depending when a kid gets fashion sense, I haven't yet, (laughs) but let's say a kid gets fashion sense at 12, 13, 14, 15, somewhere in there. That's when you delay the purchases till after they really have a sense of what wardrobe that they're really going to wear instead of what you bought that's not going to be worn other than maybe one time they see other people aren't wearing it. You know what's been nice, I have to say lately? My son, who's 17, suddenly likes thrift stores for clothing. Isn't that the best? It is the best. I did, um, in my TV work, I did last back-to-school season, I did a thing where we followed teenagers around that were into thrifting for school wardrobe or just wardrobe. And it was funny because what I realized is that teenagers who get into that become better with a dollar generally, not just in that back-to-school shopping because they really get the sense of the value of a dollar. We can get this garment used for, let's say, $8. Or we could buy it new for $35. I mean, and they really get it that that when you are careful with each dollar you spend, it means you have more money still with you. And if you're a zero-sum budgeter to buy other things, or if you're not a zero-sum budgeter, you have more money. He wears around this T-shirt he got at a thrift store that was from some guy's 50th birthday party. They must have made family shirts. It's hilarious. So anyway, really? thought about that. All oh, right. I like that. <laughs> Let's go to questions. Dan in Washington, what do you think of programs like Advantage Dining, where you link your credit cards to this program to earn American Airlines points? It seems like a good deal. Three points per dollar at participating restaurants, which if AA points are worth 1.5 cents, each, that means a four and a half percent return. But I worry a bit about privacy concerns. So my thing, Dan, is advantage points, points in United's program and Delta, the big three full fare airlines. I only put a value on them of 0.7, 
1.5 used to be a reasonable amount, but with the devaluation the three full fares have done to their mileage programs, I think you got to cut that in half. Expect you're getting a value with Advantage Dining of a little over 2%, not 4.5%. And at that level, it doesn't exactly become a slam dunk when there are cards that give back, a lot of cards give back 3 4% on dining. You'd be better off just getting cash from another card. And American United and Delta, when you look at their quarterly numbers, they're making more money off their frequent flyer programs than they are flying the airplanes. It's like the, the airplane thing is just, oh, that's something we do. But wow. where we make our profit is selling people points. And I would say that I would not jump for joy over Advantage Dining. And again, people who have uh, challenge issues with spelling, American does everything two A's. Yes, yes. So it's advantage. How do you spell advantage? A-A. A. Yeah. Not in real life. Marjorie in Florida says, I recently got Paramount Plus because I joined Walmart Plus. I was very disappointed to see that Paramount Plus has commercials. Is there any way to get around the commercials? Yeah, you can pay money for a plan, which I don't recommend. I think that fast, that's the industry coin term for all these ad-supported free tiers of programming, or in the case of Paramount, a much lower cost that for you is free because you're Walmart Plus. Uh, gosh, put up with the ads, I think. Yeah, it's 120 a year for ad-free, but then there's a little asterisk that says for most shows, like certain shows might still have some ads in them. Like I'm guessing maybe Yellowstone, I don't know, which I love. It's a great national and all park. The, all the prequels to Yellowstone so good there are prequels to Yellowstone yeah, they've made prehistoric these... days no I'm just teasing <laughs> you I've never seen it know nothing about oh my it gosh it's amazing and the prequels are really good too okay. you know the prequel of what really matters to me is coming soon what preseason football oh yeah and then real football is coming in not that long a period of time I believe I have something for you. I think it's coming up in Clark Stinks on that, but it's definitely coming about up this week. Being my life. About football, yeah. Okay. One more question here, Logan in Ooh. Iowa. Hi, Clark. My fiance and I enjoy watching your show. Whenever we're discussing something money related, she says, What does our guy Clark say about it? My question is regarding our honeymoon to Italy in September. While booking tours, we found that my Discover card isn't as widely accepted in Italy as we thought. I have the older credit between us and my credit line is a bit higher. So it's often what we use for this sort of thing. She has a visa card with a local credit union that she opened a couple of years ago to build credit. We want to be sure we have a safe way of making purchases overseas, but we're worried that if we open a new credit card now, it could hurt us when we go to get a mortgage after September. Ooh. What should we do? Oh boy. You didn't make this easy for me, did you? You definitely don't want to apply for any new credit if you're going to be taking out a mortgage that soon. I mean, anything less than six months before you're applying for mortgages, no new credit, no new car loans, no new credit cards, nothing. So in your case, what you've got, you've got your visa and 
her Discover card? No, his Discover, his and Discover, then she has a visa, visa through her credit union. Oh, that's right. Discover, you said it so politely, Discover is not accepted outside the United States. I mean, it's, it starts with a special sequence number, and I'm not aware where it's taken anywhere outside the United States. So that's not going to get it done for you. Then you've got your wife's card that does not have potentially a high enough credit limit. Is that right? Yeah. On a visa. You also don't know if that visa is going to have a foreign currency junk fee when you're using it in Europe. I'm going to make an odd suggestion to you that takes you into a debit card environment. I tell you, it's a stored value card called Revolut. It's a card that you can use around the world where you buy it in dollars and then it converts automatically to whatever currency you're using it in at the most extreme wonderful exchange rate. And it's a fee-free card to have. Um, For people who don't have sufficient existing credit for an overseas trip, I love Revolut, and there are competitors as well. We've had suggestions from other people, um, but it's Revolut, R-E-V-O-L-U-T. And you can look it up, read reviews, see what people suggest of it versus using others. There's a program called Wise, and there are others out there. People like Wise a lot. Yeah, people do like Wise a lot. And compare the two of those as a way to obtain money and purchase things when you're overseas. But you're going to find the Visa card is going to be your best option when you're out of the United States if it does not have a foreign currency junk fee. And what a place to honeymoon. Congratulations. Yeah, that's wonderful. And my wife insists that she is part Italian. (laughs) Do you know that? No, I love it. I keep asking her to do a 23andMe or Ancestry because... She keeps insisting whenever we go to Italy that she's in her homeland. <laughs> and I'm like, let's prove it. <laughs> so I want you to know, you mentioned that you really enjoy the video version of our podcast. And others listen to the audio version. However you obtain us, I thank you for that. I thank you for the reviews and ratings you post to the podcast, both the listen to and the video And I hope if you have a moment, you'll take the time to help us out wherever you listen or watch because other people who aren't aware of what we do may find out based on a review that someone they trust posts. And that's how we expand our family, our team, our team Clark or whatever we're going to call. We keep getting suggestions. Clarkies. Clarkies, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. squad. The Clark Squad. I like that one. You like that one? Is that one you came up with? Yeah. (laughs) Love that. All right. Well, have a great, great day, and thank you so much for joining us today.